1: I'm a New York Times best-selling author, speaker, and host of the podcast, Professional Troublemaker. I'm so excited to be your guest host for this month of Womanica. This month, we're highlighting prodigies, women who achieved greatness at a young age. This is especially a passion point for me because my latest book, Rising Troublemaker, a fear-fighter manual for teens, reminds them that they are never too young to make a significant impact. Today, we're talking about a young woman who left her law student life to become an iconic fighter for the Dutch resistance during World War II. Known as the notorious girl with the red hair, she spied on the Nazis and executed Dutch collaborators. Let's meet Hani Schaft. Hani was born on September 16, 1920 in Harlem, a city just outside Amsterdam. Her given name was Janet Johanna Schaft, Hani had an older sister who died of diphtheria at a young age. As a result, her parents became cautious and careful. They made her dress warmly, no matter the weather, lest she catch a cold. Hani's parents were also openly political. World affairs and leftist ideas were common discussion points in the family home. As a young girl, Hani was a shy and conscientious student. She was often teased for her bright red hair, but she studied hard and grew to idolize those who stood up against fascism. By 1938, Heine had enrolled at the University of Amsterdam to study international law. Just a year later, Germany invaded Poland, igniting World War II. Heine got involved in the war effort and worked with the Red Cross to send food and supplies to imprisoned Polish officers. Heine also started writing critical articles in the school paper. She critiqued Nazism and anti-Semitism, forming an all-girls debate group called HEMA. She also took to protesting in the streets. By 1940, Germany occupied the Netherlands. At the time, Heine was 19 years old. In her rented attic apartment in Amsterdam, she would listen to an illegal political radio show, Radio Oranje. And ik spreek de hoop uit dat vele landgenoten waar zij zich ook mogen bevinden. At the university, Hani had befriended two Jewish women, Sonja Frank and Feline Polak. Through their experiences, she saw up close the ways that discrimination had taken hold. By 1942, Dutch Jewish people were severely policed. They weren't allowed to travel or go out at night, and they had to wear a star on their clothing. Hani forged ID cards for her friends and helped them hide during raids. In the wake of increasing unrest, Hani, along with a majority of the students at the university, refused to sign a declaration of loyalty to the Nazis. Because of this, she was forced to drop out of school, and she returned to her house in Harlem. Back in Harlem, Honey made two very important friends, sisters Truce and Freddie Oferstiehen. When the local resistance group Rod Van Verzet, or RVV, was formed in Harlem in 1943, Honey joined up with Truce and Freddie. The three of them became the first women in the group. Honey started out as a courier, but wasn't satisfied just distributing flyers and carrying messages— She wanted to do more. So the group gave her a more dangerous assignment to assassinate a member of the German Security Service. And so she found her mark and hit her target. But when she shot the gun, it was just a rubber bullet, and her target was actually a fellow RVV member. It was a test, which she passed. This is also when she became known as Honey Schaft, Dutch resistance fighter and spy. Honey could speak German well and was often confused for a German woman, so she could easily befriend and surveil German officers. She and her friends, Truce and Freddy, stole documents and also carried out attacks and killings. This resistance group largely worked to execute traitors rather than Germans. Under the guise of being young, innocent girls, Hani and the Oferstehen sisters would approach their targets and lure them into the woods. There, they would shoot the Nazi collaborators. Sometimes, they would also kill their targets while riding bicycles so they could quickly get away. In 1944, Hani and one of the founders of the RVV, Jan Bonacamp, were tasked with killing a Dutch police chief. Hani was to make the first shot. And Jan was to finish the job if need be. Hani shot the police chief in the back, but he wasn't mortally wounded. Before Jan could make his move, the police chief shot him. Hani fled, but Jan was later arrested and taken to the hospital. He was coerced into a confession and gave them Hani's address. The Nazis raided her home and arrested her parents. They were sent to a concentration camp and Heine was forced to go underground. She dyed her signature red hair black and wore glasses as a disguise. In March 1945, Heine was caught and arrested by the Nazis. During a routine sweep, she was found with a gun and two newspapers that were sympathetic to the resistance. She was detained and interrogated for weeks. On April 17, 1945... Heine Schaft was executed by the Nazis on Oferfemme Beach and buried there in the dunes. She was 24 years old. Eighteen days later, the Netherlands was liberated from Nazi occupation. By this time, nearly three-fourths of all Jewish people in the Netherlands had been executed. World War II would come to an end just months later. After the war, Heine's remains were uncovered. The dunes had served as a mass grave, and Honey was the only woman among the bodies of hundreds of resistance fighters. She was laid to rest in the cemetery. Years later, Honey's friend and comrade, Truce, designed a bronze statue, which stands in Harlem to honor her memory. All month, we're highlighting prodigies. For more information, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. You can order Rise and Troublemaker everywhere books are sold. Special thanks to creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan for inviting me to guest host. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. Right here, right now, find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles